Hello? Hello? Perfect, this works. Oh, fantastic. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can hear you perfectly. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. I wonder if maybe I should put on headphones in case it's going to bounce back. One second. Um, I do have headphones on, so it might not bounce back. Oh, okay, okay. Well then, if it doesn't sound, if it sounds good, then I'll just, I'll, I'll just roll with this. Yeah, no, and I, I, I have a little condenser on my mic I got. Okay, perfect. So it should, it should work pretty well. How, how, first off, before we start, how's the day going? Oh, the day's going fine. I just, uh, I had a meeting this morning, then I made some cookies, and here we are. Oh, made some, oh, what, what, what type of cookies? We got a nice, just a nice chocolate chip. Just a classic. Simple. 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 Perfect. How are you? How's your day? Um, I I am great. I actually stayed up late last night writing the questions. I, oh, nice. I write and then I woke up at about one. Ooh. Yeah, so pretty pretty late day for me. Yeah, sure. But um so but before we start again, I just have to say this book is this book is amazing when 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 i read books i don't usually read books i read the first few pages and then i just don't read it after that mm. and this book really really caught my attention like the for like the school luncheon um analogy like amazing because that's 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 how it was when my dad made my lunches wow. so, so it it also like i didn't really never had like i think there's one time where i would like get lunch bought for me and that was like that crumpled up ten dollar bill yeah wow so like that that just like that first connection i was like all right this is this is a different type of book for Whoa. Sure. so that 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 just it, it got it got me right off guard and I love the book the the emotion you the emotion you talk about in the book is is amazing and you're able to relate to so many things and I was able to relate to those things that I thought nobody else related to wow well thank you so much I really it's really amazing thank you no 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 problem so so I do I do have a little question about the the only way in is out um, part, and that that part heavily connected with me because that's a huge pattern I noticed in my life. Mm. And I I I always noticed that even if I recognized those patterns, it would still be hard for me to to get out of those patterns could you could you reflect a little bit more on on that because you did you did heavily describe that in the book yeah i mean i think i think for a really long time i i sort of i don't want to say hate but i like held it against myself that i would end up in these really cyclical patterns and just like doing the same thing over and over again. And I and I think eventually it started to shift when I started realizing, okay, I need to face this. Like I can't, I can't go around it. I can't pretend it's not there. Like I need to stare it down and go through it. And and I think in the book too, there's like 
there's moments where it's a, that idea of like the only way out is through in in um like encounters and like sexual encounters where you're like okay well maybe you should have stepped out but in my in my experience it's so sometimes it's so hard to to do to like separate yourself from a bad situation and it seems like okay just like put your head down and get through it because because like stepping back and evaluating and finding like a cleaner, safer, you know, whatever way, more thought out way seems like an impossibility or seems like something that requires like many years and introspection and all these other things that in a moment you don't really have access to. You're like, okay, I just got to get through the storm that's in ahead of me right now. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's scary. It's a very scary thing to think about having to change that too. That's for 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 me for you just talking about that i realized that the biggest thing is it's scary to get out of that and and start over it's always scary to to start something new even oh. if keep 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 going oh no i was going to say very like i think also because like even our most destructive patterns are sort of comforting in some way because you're like you know it you know like you know what's going to happen even if it's not a good outcome you sort of make friends with it or at least i i sort of have in my experience where i'm like i know that this dysfunctional road will lead me to this place and i think not knowing is so much scarier sometimes to like step out and and reevaluate and whatever can be sort of more daunting even if in the long run it ends up being a a more helpful path to take Oh yeah, and like especially with like routines, I've been I've been learning about with like meditating and like getting back on a routine is that's a routine and it's yeah. a routine you're used to. So it's very hard to change those routines and start a new one. Yeah. And that's 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 like that's that's also a big big um theme throughout the book. Yeah. And and again like this book just just like blew me away uh, uh, another part i have to talk about is is the 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 lion part mm. where you would where you would refer to tao as a lion when he would call you or text you and 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 that kind of represented the tempt and the guilt yeah and and just like could could you give like a deeper understanding of the 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 motions and that weight and that pull in those moments yeah i mean it really it he really did strike me like like an animal and like like a lion in the sense that it, they're so um beautiful and majestic and powerful but also sort of like so dangerous but so beautiful that it's easy to see a way that you could get like lured into this and it was interesting to see him with like the, the the first time i used that example is when he's calling me and i'm like i can like see him just sort of approaching my bed this really sort of slow predator predatory way and to see his like strategies change really quickly it felt felt like an animal stalking prey you know it felt like this sort of okay i'm going to approach her I'm going to move slowly and then like oh wait no this animal needs me to uh be a little bit more aggressive so I'll growl oh wait no that didn't work I'm going to be sweet and loving you know it felt that like this moving breathing you know animal 
And and uh, so when I started thinking about it that way in writing it, I was like, oh wow, yeah, that's that's what it is. That's what he was like for me, which is also why it felt so hard to navigate sometimes because he was constantly like switching his tactics sort of within it. And when you're when you step out, you can sort of look at oh, that's what he was doing. Like I've re-listened to conversations we've had because I have so much recorded and saved and whatever, and I can see from the outside, oh, that's what he was doing. But when you're on the inside of it, it's so overwhelming that you just feel at the whim of whatever technique he's going to use on you next. Um, yeah. So it's really, it's really deadly. It's a really deadly, um, uh, yeah, practice. Yeah, and like consistency too. Like the more consistent with it they are, and and as you said, he's just changing the tactics so fast. Yeah, at some point you just it's easier to just give in and totally and and say and say yes. And I've 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 been on on the end of that too. Like there's so many things in this book that that related to me. Like every question I have is a relatable question that I that I that I have. So so the next question I do have is is just a more simpler one. It's are Winnipeg cold weathers. You talked about how cold it is just walking to the car and yeah. how freezing it can be. Yeah. So just 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 talk about how cold it is in Winnipeg. I mean, it's it's really I mean it's just it's wild. It's it's funny because over the pandemic it's the first time I've spent a full like I got to Winnipeg last March. And I, I was going to be there for two weeks to do just like a show with my dad. It was before the pandemic got really crazy. And then things got wild and I just kept staying and staying and staying. And I ended up spending a full year in in Winnipeg. So, oh, wow. yeah, it was. So I just got back to L.A. in, in April. Um, but because of that, it's the first time I've experienced a full Winnipeg winter since I was, kid, you know, since I was like 19. Yeah. And it was just a reminder of like, oh, and it wasn't even a particularly intense winter, but the, yeah, this one wasn't that bad actually. That bad actually, but still, it's like I remember my the winters from my childhood as, and I think it has gotten milder just with you know like the dying of of the earth, but yeah. you know it's like kind of nice now. But yeah. I, I remember as a kid, it was just like it yeah. literally takes your breath away, like you would step outside and just like <gasps> it's like get, it's like getting all the wind knocked out of you on those really intense like 40 below days when it's like if you stop moving you will die you know yeah 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 <laughs> yeah no that's uh that's uh there yeah that was definitely like i mean last year's the year before this year that winter that winter got really like chill to the bone cold. oh really yeah, it was like how you said, like, if you stop moving, like if I stopped moving for five seconds, I would like get, you know, when you get the, the that frostbite anger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You start to get angry and you just cuss out to the whole world. Yeah. But um, um, uh, uh, another another reflection I just have to make is is the lemons, mm. the 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 lemon seed. Um, I, I know when I was reading that I gasped because I, I, I connected that a lot to my friendships and relationships and just in life and in, in general. So, um, how, 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 
how how good was it when you made that reflection about how that 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 holding back your anger mm-hmm. how how much of a weight was it when it when you came to that realization oh that that was a really that was a big one it's not like the most pivotal kind of realization in the process of writing the book that it's that it has been this thing that i just have i've put such uh i've attached such like disgust and shame to this idea of like being angry is gross and you're ugly if you're angry and and to be able to like put that in relationship to growing up and how i saw being a woman what how you're supposed to be a woman how you're supposed to be in relation with people you love and also mm-hmm. to just to recognize just how much something so so seemingly small like like a lemon like a lemon seed has influenced so much of my life and that was really like for me the kind of gaspy moment in in touching on that that like oh wow this tiny thing gone kind of unchecked really just has its run of my psyche because because it's just it was planted such a long time ago and you know it, it really has been a, a major sort of shift in my right in my life post writing because it's this it's like now i sort of feel free to be angry but also just to like fully express whatever i'm feeling just the idea that like no one emotion is the bad emotion and the other one is good and one is ugly and one is pretty or whatever it is it was a real aha moment to be like ah anger is really important anger does not make you ugly anger is like necessary and it makes you human makes you human and to swallow it up is like is like dangerous it's like toxic it's like a, a toxic running through your body it's like radiation it, it's yes. just like the 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 more you hold it in the more the more it builds up and and you'll you'll blow up yeah and it's and there's also those those moments too when you're like when you have those friendships and those relationships and you you hold it in to the point where you just accidentally blow up one time and yeah. then it's a big thing because that's never happened before totally and uh, another point i also want to make is when you talked about that no i think it was was it for paul when you when you wrote uh for him to love you and then the to be famous. Oh yes, yeah. And then you rolled it up and you threw it off the bridge. That's right. That's right. And then then you I think this is when you were moving to Toronto. That's right. And your father went back and got it. Yeah. For you. That that really resonated with me because that that was like that is like the best gift. Wow, yeah. Anybody can get because that that that's like for me that's like a I'll always be here for you no matter what. Yeah. Cuz that that's Winnipeg weather trudging through how deep a snow. Yeah. Like that's that takes a lot of that takes a father's heart. Yeah. It's it's so true. It really is such a symbol of such a symbol of love and and knowing how brutal those winters are it's just like you know 
magnifies it so much. Yeah, it's it's out of it's like out of a movie, really. Yeah. And like this whole book, when 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 I was reading this whole book, it kind of just like I like imagine like a whole movie. Like oh. it was it was so detailed but so all over the place but so connected at the same time. Mm. It 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 was like this this beautiful roller coaster of emotion and storytelling with this this funny you always were able to get jokes in there and you're always able to put this funny personality spin on it. Has that was that something you always had were you like a class clown as a kid or did that like develop more of teens and and in like adulthood this is so nice uh i think i was always sort of a i was always sort of a class clown i was always sort of like a if i can get get like a group of people's attention to and just sort of become a i'm like I, i'll become a clown like if if yeah. even, even now if i'm at you know a house party and i get too many people's attention i'll just become a clown you'll and, just run with it you'll yeah. just kill it but, yeah. yeah i'll run i'll run so hard um i'm de- i commit i commit hard to my bits yeah um, yeah so I, i think i always was i think growing up i was i was maybe also like i was always performing so i was always like ready and willing and wanted to make people laugh and play and yeah i think that's true Yeah, no, and like I I heavily connect with that because I also like make music and stuff like that. But before I I did any of that, I was heavily like the class clown. Mm-hmm. I always dance for my parents or friends. Like I I was always just the entertainer. It well, doesn't matter what it was or anything. But with the jokes, when you said you just run with it, I I run with it too. Like when when I get people's attention and I get that that good laugh. I just keep going for it. Oh god, it's just the best. There's nothing like it. It's just like candy. Exactly. It's one of the best adrenaline rushes for sure. Yeah, it really is. So, um I I'm actually going to ask a couple questions just not about the book if that's okay. Yeah, just like about music and stuff like that too. Of course. So, um ah uh, I didn't write any of the music questions down, so let's let's see. Let's just what's 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 your favorite thing about the writing process when you write a song? Oh, that's tough. There's there's so many things. I mean, the the amazing thing about writing, it's also different, like writing for myself or writing for other artists, because my time is so uh, split now. But yeah. for my for myself, the most the most. Um, valuable thing for me is that it always in the same way that, that writing the book did it like it always moves my um my relationship to whatever i'm writing about it always moves the story in some way it always moves the needle like if i'm if i'm it, it, in the way that therapy does really like if i'm going into the writing of a song like crying about someone who's really hurt me and i write it and I manage to like say what I want to say you never leave the writing process in the same state that you went in you know it always it offers me such um progress like like personal emotional intellectual progress on an issue and even if it's temporary you know even if I go back to the same issue or I fall into the same hole 
it, it always offers me some amount of love and support and understanding for some amount of time, which is really, really healing. It's like offering myself the therapy that I so desperately, you know, the, the support that I so desperately need in any kind of given given moment. So yeah. for myself, I think that that's kind of the most valuable thing. Yeah, no, and like definitely when I'm writing too, this is actually, I've, I've said this in a couple of my songs. Um, I've just mentioned how it's like my coping mechanism. Yeah. And like, because it, as you said, like after, after I write someone, something, I like get this clarification. Yeah. Or if I'm like angry, I can like put my anger out onto it and then reflect on that anger afterwards. Yeah. And it's, it's, or, or, or sometimes there's emotions that I'm feeling that I don't understand quite yet. Yeah. And I express it through the song. Like I have a song called Disaster Beach. Hmm. And it's, 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 it just basically talks about just like how I just feel under the hold of, of somebody in a relationship. Wow. And so like that, yeah, no, like for, for, cause like I haven't wrote any songs for other people. So I don't, I don't really know how I would go about that. Yeah. Um, what, what, what's the hardest part about writing uh, songwriting for other artists and other people? What's the hardest part? Uh, it's tough. What is the hardest part? I mean, really the hardest part is when they're not in the room because so often it's like, well, not so often now, but when I started songwriting in LA, so often you're in these like pitch sessions, quote unquote, um, where it's like, we know that you're looking for a song. And so we guess what you're going through and then we throw it in your direction and hope that you feel the way we wrote that day. So that yeah. that's tricky. But when you're in the room, it's really just about listening. It's just about, talking like what are you actually going through what do you actually want to talk about today you know so that it's, it's it becomes a practice in in just like stillness and listening and understanding and reading a room and reading a group of people and then it's just fun you know it's it, it's just it's just it's just play it's it's just so much fun yeah do you think um getting to express somebody's story in a way they couldn't thought of gives you a big motivation oh yeah it's the most rewarding it is the most rewarding feeling to help somebody move through something you know in the same way i was describing the way it works for me in the same way it works for you um yeah. that's sort of like coming into something with a feeling and leaving with it in a different place to help somebody else do that it's like an incredible feeling because you know, somebody comes into a room crying in the midst of a breakup and then four hours later, you know, we're going for lunch and laughing and and feel sort of this 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 weight kind of lifted just by expressing yeah. the thing. It's it's incredible. Yeah, no, and and I I can definitely relate that feeling with when I um I have a buddy and he sends me of like a track with like an empty slot for a verse. Mm. And I put in my verse and he's like, yo, this is this is amazing. This is better than I thought it was gonna be. Like this brings the song to life. Like, 
that that brings me a motivation because like I'm I in in those I also still have to write to his lyrics and to to that that story of that song so if I'm able to get it in the right way that's like that's like the biggest reward for me oh yeah um so I'm 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 going to turn back to the book for just um a couple more questions because I'm because I got through most of them actually um um let me see um um yeah all right so going back to the end the only way uh in the only way out is in topic i i typed it the opposite way by accident um so going back to that topic what what advice would you give to anybody struggling with finding a confidence or strength to build those walls and techniques to gain that strength and confidence Oh man, that is tough. I I think I mean I think really noticing really taking stock of the people in your life that you allow to have access to you is really valuable. Like sometimes I think you just think like the people in my life are the people in my life are the people in my life and yeah. It's important to like slow down and go, you know, is this particular relationship serving me? Cuz at least in my experience it has been almost impossible to gain oops excuse me uh, podcast listeners my sister just called me um uh yeah like it can be really really difficult if not impossible to have to find a sort of for me to find um confidence and the strength to build boundaries when you're in really toxic environments you know when you're surrounded by people who don't make you feel big and empowered when you're around people who actively um you know who are actively toxic influences so i think i think just noticing the people you let into your life and offer access to you yeah. um, you know is really is really valuable and then and then aside from that in terms of like personal work i think getting really quiet like walking as simple as that sounds like i've found so much clarity in just being alone and walking outside and being still and journaling and just finding that sort of stillness um yeah. can be super super valuable to just just step outside your your life or yourself for long enough to for have to have everything get really quiet you know so you can actually hear what you're even what you're even thinking or wanting or needing yeah and i i think that that while while you're saying that that actually brought a thought to my mind a lot of things my friends have been saying lately is i've been forgetting to breathe mm and i i realized that 5 years ago i would do like how meditation breathing would be but i wouldn't recognize it as like meditation i was mm. just breathing but now when i would breathe like that when i actually meditate it was the same breathing i would do 5 years ago wow so it's it's like it's like i don't know what changed but it's like nowadays there's so much stuff going on in life and especially with covid and everything like it seems like just more and more people are forgetting to to breathe 
sit yeah. back, relax, and and collect themselves. Totally, and and I think that's going to be one of the things we all have to watch out for in getting back into like a normal rhythm with work and life and whatever, because we all just yeah. got this really forced downtime. You know, even though people are in school or people are whatever, like life, the pace of life really changed. And I think yeah. in back in, it's going to be really important that we all. That we're all mindful of that, like mindful of your breath. Like, you know, there have been so many times, and I'm, I imagine you can relate. You know, where you'll be in a in a fight with someone, and then it's like there's a silence, and you have to go like, you have to like, it, you almost can't, you like forget that you haven't been breathing that whole time. You know, no. you just and it almost takes your breath away. That you're like, oh yeah, that's right. Just take a second breathe deeply just sit with your breath it's so grounding and it's also so interesting for you that it's like years before you had a, a word for it years before it was like i'm going to meditate or i'm going to whatever your body knew what it needed you know exactly. your body knew like yo slow down just breathe like that's really beautiful exactly and i think another thing with that is routine like if you think of it nowadays like routines are always going to be changing until covid is really really dumbed down and not an outbreak anymore yeah absolutely and and when when i thought back to five years ago when i was breathing like that i was like why was i well it was because i had a routine and in that time at in that nighttime that was when i would do that breathing because i was relaxing to sleep yeah and like it's 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 funny how like so many things and almost everything whether it be why you get angry at certain things why you react angry this way or this way towards different things and that heavily stems from as a kid as well yeah and it's it's uh, again you just you 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 made you made so many connections in this book to every emotion that mm -hmm. i could i could i could have imagined and this 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 book really really helped me i actually um because i was taking notes and stuff like that like i had to like do like little markings in the book and stuff <laughs> so i was like all right well i want an actual version i can read so i bought another version on my phone oh so my i can reread the book that's amazing <laughs> because this book this book will just be for like when i want to like mark stuff and mark my favorite parts and stuff like that yeah. and then my phone one will be the one i'll actually use to read and stuff like that wow that's so nice so um i if if you do have a little bit more time i want to ask a couple more questions about yeah, music because i do to do that i can't um, wait to check out your sorry to interrupt you I, i'm really excited to check out your stuff i'm gonna i'm gonna go down a hole when we're off uh off the thank you thank you i i appreciate that so much so so with with my music lately i've been having so i'm a rapper but i'm also alternative rock and lately i've i've been having this struggle of wanting to rap i just want to do alternative rock right now mm -hmm. and um 
I, I kind of had the struggle of um, heaving the weight of letting go of rap for a little bit because I had my producer texting me and this artist I always worked with and we had plans for a project. But I, I, I didn't have that motivation. Has there ever been a time where you, 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 lost, you lost this, this motivation to do music? Oh yeah, I mean, several times, several times in my life. And, and also I think the thing, the thing, the thing that I now really, really trust um, that I didn't for a long time, because I think there was a lot of panic in, oh, well, I don't feel like writing today that there must be a problem, you know, like all my creativity is gone or it's never going to come back or this, this really um, scared, precious, uh, feeling surrounding your own creativity and I think the more you release that the more you release any Pressure that sort of pressure on your creative process. It'll just open Itself up and I think also a thing a thing that's been really valuable for me is just like Listening it, it goes back to that idea of sort of listening listening to yourself listening to what you need and want and also listening to what is naturally coming out of you like if you're feeling super inspired to do yeah. this sort of rock alternative stuff like dive into it dive into it do a bunch of it and trust that the rap stuff will come back of course it'll that's, come. You that's know? amazing that you said that sorry to interrupt but <laughs> i actually have been doing that wow <laughs> i did jump right into it so what i did is i texted my producer and the artist and said hey i'm gonna come back in like july to do rap but I just need this break. I'm probably gonna just do alternative for a little bit. Yes. And I just, I've I've made five alternative rock tracks in the last three weeks. Wow, 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 wow. And it's just trying to find find my voice in that, find find what's right, kind of build my, because my, when you write rap and then you write alternative rock, I, I write it differently. I'm going to explain myself more in alternative rock than I will with my rap. Mm. And um, it's 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 also beautiful because like I'm this is showing me that I have options. I don't just got one. Yeah, and you might not even know all the options you have. You know, exactly. and the way you discover those options is by listening and going, oh, I'm feeling really called to alternative rock. Okay, so I'm gonna dive into alternative rock. Maybe in the middle of alternative rock, you'll be like, ooh, this is really, this feel, is feeling like I could incorporate this genre or this or whatever. Like it'll be an ever expanding process of discovery. And I think it'll be more and more um, fertile the more you just let yourself go with the flow. So I'm, I'm so happy to hear that you just went like, yo guys, I'm going to respect this this like feeling and this voice inside of me. I will come back, which is true. And just like see where this path that is clearly calling you has what it has to teach you and where it has to lead lead you. Exactly. And like right when I did that too, like a weight lifted off my shoulders and I uh and I recorded a song right wow. after that, nice which song. was Disaster Beach. Wow, wow, wow. wow. And then um, a couple days ago, I recorded a track called Moon Boy. And then I released that today, actually. Ooh, congratulations. And thank you. And Moon Boy, Moon Boy is, um, 
Moonboy is kind of like Disaster Beach with the same kind of meaning towards it, but it's it's very. I tried something very different with my vocals, and mm -hmm. and I tried to really like stretch them out and like thaw them out. And like the thing I love with alternative rock is like there's so many different types. There's like pop, uh, punk, alternative yeah. rock. There's like bedroom pop slash punk. Yeah, you know. So there's so many different types and so many mixtures of different alternative genres nowadays that I can get a little bit of like two to three different types like pop punk and like a little bit jazz or something you know yeah. and it, it it's it's really it's really cool because I always like I always like beats that aren't are unique they're not they, they don't sound super generic yeah so uh, another another question I I, I want to ask is is have what have you have you ever have you ever wanted to do any other genres than than what you do? Oh yeah, I, I when I first when I first moved to LA, I was doing like I did four other sort of full projects before I started releasing music under my under my full name, like under Haley Jean Penner. I did a I did a full album with an amazing producer here. Um, that was very like almost dancey, like kind of Ellie Goulding sort of style, and then kind of the same thing you're talking about with the with the rap stuff. Like I I got right to the end, like I had finished it, and I had this amazing producer who was like believed in it, and I was new to LA, and I like trusted that a great producer thought it was great, but it, there was something in me that was like this isn't the thing, like this isn't right. And so I said no to putting it out and it was like this big dramatic thing. And then I did the same thing two more times with two different producers. I did a whole sort of like soulful R&B-ish style record with an amazing producer, got close to finishing it and was like, I don't think I want to put this out. And then I did the same thing one more time with a different group of producers that was a sort of like alternative, sort of like a like a quirky girl, like Kim Brush or Regina Spector, sort yeah. of that kind of thing. And I got to the end and was like, I don't want to put this out. Like it's not right. So I think it takes a really long time to find to find like what feels the most true to you. And in the process, you try a lot of other things. Like I tried so many other things before I went like, you know what? No, I want to write like singer songwriter, folk leaning, poppy like songs, and that's what I want to do right now. And at some point, maybe I'll do something else. But it ended up being the thing that was most authentic. Yeah, um, there, there's actually, um, there's actually, actually talking about that reminded me of part in the book. Mm hmm. And um, I actually don't remember who it was. It might have been, it might have been Ben. I'm not sure, but it, it was um, it, it was whoever you were you made that song with right off the bat, and then the next morning he like you had that moment, and then he like pretended that like he didn't. Yes, like, yes, that was, that was with Ducky. Yeah, Ducky. So so my so so my question is in that moment when 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 you have that connection, you're just a song just comes to you like that like like what like how how best can you express that 
emotion, that feeling in that moment. Oh, oh my gosh. I mean, it's like, it's like being so hot, like crazy, crazy, crazy hot, and then jumping in a pool. You know, it's just like complete relief and joy. And it's just, it's it's such an incredible feeling. And especially, or not especially, but when it's, when on top of finding that feeling for yourself, that, that moment of like release, oh, we got it, oh, we found it, this beautiful thing, when you, when you do that with somebody, that's why collaboration can be so, you know, incredibly nourishing. Because when you manage to have that moment with somebody, it's like the most connecting, beautiful. It's like you think you, you feel like you've known somebody forever. Someone you may have met, you know, in that, those sort of sorts of musical connections are so powerful because they, mm-hmm. they connect so deeply on so many levels. So it does, it sort of feels like coming home. Like it feels so refreshing and just magical. Exactly. And like, kind of like, cause like I've, I've, I've had, I've had like a, a moment like that. It's just like, it kind of just separates you from the world. Like, yeah. it's just like you and that person and you're just, whether it even be like online yeah. or like, like, like in person, like when it was on, like me and my buddy, we, we were texting like lyrics and ideas for a song and it just like clicked immediately i got super excited and then right after we talked i hopped on the mic made the track and the track was made wow yeah yeah and it was just like an instantaneous thing and that's it's it's just like autopilot turns on yeah it's such it's such magic exactly yeah yeah no that's 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 the that's the only way that's the only way to explain it yeah and it's also that's also one of the most reward, rewarding moments in as as being a, a a musician is just those moments too. Yeah. Because you 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 don't find those moments too well, but you 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 know when you do, you're going to have a strong musical connection and a good work ethic, and you know that you're you're able to work together very well and very comfortably with that person. Yeah. Yeah. It's so beautiful. It's really connecting with people through music is just, yeah, oh, I, said, yeah. I just said magic, but it really is. That's it really, it's what it feels like. It feels just like chemistry and yeah, it, it's so beautiful. Yeah. So uh, also another question I have is how much of the music industry, in, in your opinion, would you say is actually making the song? How much of, oh, I see. How much of the music industry is actually like the making of the song? Gosh, man, I don't even know what, I, I, I wouldn't be able to put like a percentage on it, but it's like, in some ways it's everything and in some ways it's so little. Like, I, I think the yeah. big thing to notice is, you know, at a certain point in any industry, like everybody is great. You know, like everybody is talented, everybody is writing good songs, and sometimes the things that that pull you apart are not just the making of a good song. It's like the meeting of the right person in at the right time. It's what the rest of the industry looks like in terms of what just came out, what's what's like popular at the moment, 
there's so much that goes into it. Um, you know, aside from just like, here's a good song, you know, but then at the same time, the total, totally opposite side of that is sometimes a brand new writer just writes the right song at the right time and nothing else matters, you know, and it's, yep. it just hits. And I think especially right now, because such freedom to release independent music, you know, on on the internet, on Spotify, on whatever, there is such um, space for somebody to just pop off on their own, you know, for a song yeah. just, just to just work without really the help of of anybody. So it's funny. There's there's a huge percentage of it that is like the game and who you know and how good you are at being strategic and who your manager is and how you can like work the system and then there's also just like a good song is a good song yeah 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 and also one thing i noticed because i'm heavy on soundcloud and that's my that's my main platform is i've i've listened to some some artists on there five five hundred plays and i'd be like i'd listen to this daily better than some artists i would listen to and it's it's there's also there's i don't know which rapper said it but there's like there's there's probably a better rapper than me stocking up aisles in the grocery store that's probably spitting bars right now oh my absolutely like and i think that's an important thing to to remember that it's like there there's always somebody better than you always mm -hmm. like it's not to get to it's like a trick it's a dangerous, dangerous trick to believe that you are the hottest shit ever because yeah. there's always somebody else. And sometimes maybe you'll hear them, maybe they're stocking shelves. Who knows where they're at? Who knows if you'll ever meet them? But the, this idea that like anybody is the best at anything is like, there's somebody else. They're coming. Yeah. <laughs> a good example of that actually is uh, there's, there's a common occurrence pattern I notice here in Winnipeg. When I go to a YMCA, and you go to a basketball gym, you can never doubt the old guys in that gym. Yeah. Because those guys in that gym, I've, I have 15 years of experience under my belt and I'm 19. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm good. When I play against, a, I played against a couple 56 year olds and they beat to me. Yeah, wow. And I underestimated them because I thought I was better because of my, my age, but I forgot that they have so many more years of experience and patience. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's funny how you can connect so many things to so many things in life as well. Oh, it's so true. It's so true. It's so humbling. Exactly. No. Yeah. So this, I'm, I'm pretty much out of questions this this was this was an amazing this was an amazing i thought this was going to be like a 10 minute podcast i was so nervous to go into this um real you're so like well spoken and this has been such a lovely conversation and i'm so honored that you read the book and connected with the book and god got a copy for your phone like it really like makes me want to cry it's so valuable to me so thank you so much Thank you. No, that that that. Thank you for the well-spoken part and and all of that. But like your your book is like 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 I do not read a lot of books, mm -hmm. and I've never 
I've never been so motivated wow. by a book before. And I've also been like doing a lot better in English and writing. And my, my teacher told me how it might be something to look into and reading this really, and the style and the writing style it was, I was like, I can, I, I love this. And it actually inspired me to want to write. Wow. <laughs> because I've already had the thought that I might have wanted to write and something like that. But when I read this, this showed me that I could write the way I wanted to write. Oh my gosh. Wow. So thank you for that. Thank you for this interview. This this was this was amazing and this was beyond my expectations of it 100%. I thought I was going to bomb it. No, you killed it. So, so thank you so much, Haley, for this. My pleasure. This is the best school project I've ever done. <laughs> Hands so down. I'm so glad. Thank you for asking. No problem. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for accepting. I I never actually imagined you to answer back and oh my gosh. And anything. So, so thank you so much and and this this podcast will be out like in the next 10 minutes after I after we we end this so you can go back and listen to it if you want. Amazing. I will. I will. All right, so have a great day. Thank you so much for this. This was amazing. My pleasure. Have a great day. You too. Okay, bye. Bye.